Welcome guys to another uh, broadcast, a uh, vlog of Four Man Only. I'm excited about this one. I call this uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. And uh, we'll get to that in a minute. And I want to thank you for watching. I appreciate your involvement. And I want to say before we carry on that um, we want to hit on issues that affect men. So if you can think of some or maybe you've gone through an issue, a trouble, a problem, something that's specific to men, why don't you send us an email, a text, or phone the church, or you know, give us some ideas, some things that we can talk about. Because we want to make sure that we cover a broad array of subjects. So thank you for that, and we appreciate you a lot. So let's get into this in Genesis chapter 2, verse 7. All my verses are from the HCSB. It said, Then the Lord God formed the man out of the dust from the ground and breathed the breath of life into his nostrils, and the man became a living being. And you know, men, you are uniquely crafted and fashioned by God. You know, he formed you with a rugged structure that your spirit lives in. You know, he grabbed you, he formed you with his very hands. And, and I want to think about that. I go, well, that, that is an awesome, the creator of everything actually took dust or dirt or whatever, uh, maybe spit and uh, got some water there and he just fabricated like plaster scene or play-doh and he he made man and and the idea of forming is that he you know he, he made us rugged strong and powerful individuals and I like that and then he breathed his divine life the very life of God was breathed into you know into Adam from which we come from and so you know there was no other being that was created in such a fashion in fact to such a degree that the enemy of our souls hates the fact that God did that. He despises God for doing that, taking his life, his very you know, divinity, and breathing it into this fleshly creature made of dirt. And I think that's one of the reasons why Satan tries so hard to separate us from God, and, and he hates us so much, and he works so hard to deceive us and pull us from these powerful, unique uh, functions and purposes and callings that God gave mankind. And, and I, I love that. So we need to understand that we are created in God's image. And that is a powerful, powerful statement. Uh, in Genesis 2.15, it says that the Lord took the man, after he'd made him, placed him in the Garden of Eden to work over it, to work it, and to watch over it. So originally, we need to understand that God gave mankind two responsibilities. And that, that's it, two. Number one, work. Can you say work with me? work. And so every man needs to work. It's a privilege to work. We were made for labor. Um, we're, we're strong. You know, we're, we're powerful creatures. We've got muscles. In fact, did you know that men have 40% uh, more muscle mass than women? Our lung capacity is better. Our ability to uh, have stamina is greater. Our physical strength is greater. You know, God God made man strong. God, God made you you know, for labor, he made you for work. And every time we work, it, it's, it's, a, it's a privilege to work and, and we honor God by working. And anyone who refuses to work uh, basically goes against God's original design for mankind. And so it's important for us to work. And you know, there's some good things about work. Uh, I remember a time years ago when I was out of work. Didn't happen very often, but once in a while it happened. And you know, it was okay for the first week or two, you know, sit around, do nothing and all that. But you know what? After time, it started to wear on me 
to the point where I began to feel discouraged, a little bit dis distressed, a little dip bit depressed even. And uh, you know, you don't always know why, but now we know that work is good for us. It's therapeutic. It makes us feel good about ourselves. It's also, there's a unique calling on that, a blessing, if you will. And I believe even an anointing on work because what God has mandated, he also anoints for to finish or to, to do. And so I like that. Another aspect of working is that when God made us in his image, he created us. So that, when he breathed that life into us, you know, he blew, you know, he blew into us. You know, God is a creator, and we know that from the millions of things that he created, so diverse, that he made man with the ability to create. And that, that is a powerful, powerful thing in our own lives. You know, have you ever built something? Have you ever worked on a project? Have you ever, you know, did something with your hands? Have you ever designed something and created a blueprint for it and then a plan and then you went and you 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 made that thing happen and and you know, at the end of that you were when it, when it was all done, said and done, you know, it brought such a sense of satisfaction, such a sense of of uh yeah, I guess deep satisfaction, you know, when we accomplish these things. And so we need to realize that that's what work does. God gave us the ability to imagine, to plan, to think, and to create, to design, you know, because that's part of him. We are made in his image, we are made in his likeness, and part of God's likeness is creation. And so that's the beauty aspect about work. Work isn't just toiling, work involves a great deal many things. Proverbs 14.23 says, in all labor there is profit. And so we need to realize that anytime we work, anytime we put our energy into something, it's profitable in many ways. But we also must be aware of the, of the pitfalls of work. And one of them obviously is working too much. You know, we can take a God-designed um, plan, blueprint, DNA, and we can, we can mess it up by, by overdoing it. And that happens a lot to men, they, they overwork, they work too hard, they become addicted to it, they become workaholics, that's the term. And so, you know, all work and no play makes Jack a very dull boy. And that's what happens, so people get burnt out and they work, they work too much. And so, and you know, why do they do it? Because it's satisfying. Labor is satisfying, working is satisfying. Um, creating is satisfying, following through with a plan, seeing something built, seeing the fruition of your hands. The fruition of your plans, of your imagination, or whatever the case may be, is very, very rewarding. So that's why men do it. But the flip side is that we can overdo it and it can cost us in other ways. And so one of the ways that it costs us is if, you know, if we just stick our head in the work and that's all we do, you know, 24-7, that's all we think about, that's all we do, we can actually lose sight of the other uh, commandment that God gave Adam at the beginning, which was, to watch over. God set, set Adam in the garden to work it, yes, to tend it, to work it, to look after it, but also to watch over it. And that word watch means to tend, to guard, to guide, to protect, to beware of, to, you know, to look around you and see what's going on, and basically to protect you know, anything from entering into the garden, entering into that place that he was responsible for, and making a mess of it or whatever. And so that's what we, we lose sight of. Men often lose sight of the responsibility to, to basically watch out. 
And so we're, you know, we have authority. Man has been given an authority to guard. And oftentimes we forget to do that. And so, and we are to guard both in the natural and the spiritual. You know, uh, here as the pastor of this church, you know, one of my responsibilities is to guard or look after everything that goes on here. First of all, in the natural, uh, I'm aware of, I'm not neglectful of, I look after uh, the church, I look after the school, we look after the grounds, we look after everything that's been built, and we watch over it. But the other thing that we're supposed to watch out for is in the spiritual realm. And I think this is the realm that gets neglected the most. One of the things that I like about God is he put in man an innate feature. And it is the, the button of fixing. How many of you like fixing things? I do. I like fixing things. Uh, I like breaking things, but I like fixing things. Sometimes we break things and we can't fix them. But lots of times we, we like fixing for instance, uh, those of you that are married know that sometimes our wives will come up to us and tell us of you know their problems, their issues, the struggles that are going that are happening to them. And the first thing that men like to do, at least if you're like me, is that I like to give her the answer. You know, I like to I like to give her the quick fix. I just want to fix her. And then she gets frustrated with that because that's not what she wants. She doesn't want me to fix it. Um, women want us to listen to them. They want us to hear what they're saying. They want us to, to love them and, and encourage them and help them, but they don't always want us to fix things. But it's hard for us, man, because the idea of fixing something is built into us. It's in our DNA. It's in our code. It's in our original programming. But again, that can get us into trouble. So there's things that can get us into trouble, and we need to be cognizant of those things. And we don't want to be like Adam who neglected his spiritual authority. When, as we said last week, uh, when Eve was took a bite of the fruit and she wasn't supposed to, you know, Adam was there and he should have been there knocking the fruit out of her hand saying, hey, listen, the command of God is this and that. We're not supposed to do this. But he didn't. He just let her do it. So he abdicated his authority. He neglected to walk in the responsibilities that God had given him as a man. Of course, we know for thousands of years, the problems that that's caused. Uh, thank God that Jesus has redeemed us, redeemed mankind, and give, gave us back the authority that Adam originally lost. And I, I thank God for that. And so you may not know it, you may not understand it, but you are called to be the guardian of your galaxy. In other words, you are to guard the sphere, the area, the things that God has entrusted with you, you know, whatever that is, whether it's possessions, whether it's your house, whether it's your wife, your family, your children, your job, your church, your friends, you know, whatever sphere of the galaxy that you are in, you know, God has called you to be a guardian of that galaxy. And it says here in 1 Peter 5, 8, be serious, be alert, because your adversary, the devil, is roaming about, is prowling like a roaring lion, looking for someone that he can devour. And so he can only devour somebody who's not aware. He can only attack somebody or get into their lives when they are not aware, when they're neglectful, when they don't take their authority, when they don't take a good look at what's going on, when they don't watch out for what they're supposed to watch out for. Ephesians 4.27 says, And don't give the devil an opportunity. Don't give him any room to move, maneuver. Don't give him any, you know, don't let him get his foot in the door. Don't even let him get his pinky in the door. 
Because if he takes an inch, he'll try and take a foot. And if he takes a foot, he'll try and take a yard. Our job as men is to say, shut up, get out, and just stop him at the door. Say, no entrance here, no occupancy, no place for you. So Jesus gave us this authority. He gave us power over the power of the enemy. He gave us all authority. But it doesn't happen by itself. If we don't take that authority, then it doesn't do us any good. So we cannot neglect the responsibility that God has given us. Man, it's in your DNA. It's in your original programming. It's in your, your codex to watch over everything in your life. We are to look after the natural, which I think a lot of men do. I think we're more prone to look after the natural than the spiritual. You know, I, I can drive around my neighborhood on any given weekend in the summer and guys are cutting their grass, you know, they're, they're watering their lawn, they're looking after the garden and they're washing their vehicles. You know, they know they, there's something in them that says, I need to look after what I own. What's missing sometimes is they, they often forget or don't know to look after the spiritual aspect. And so that means you have to look after, say, you know, what, how is my wife doing? How is she feeling? How, you know, what's happening to her? What about my children? You know, how are they doing spiritually? You know, what are their friends like? How are they acting? What's going on in their lives? Um, my job was, is to look after my family. My job is to look after my children. And, and I, I took that seriously as my children were growing up. I take that seriously with my wife today. I take it seriously with the congregation that God has blessed me with. And that my job is to look after them spiritually. And so I am the guardian of this galaxy. How many, of you ever, how many of you watched the show, The Guardians of the Galaxy? Many of you probably have. It's a great show. I love that show. And they're, they're guardians, but they're guardians over the whole galaxy. I mean, we don't have that, but we are guardians over our galaxy, the sphere that God has given us. So, men, you have been given the qualifications to guard. You guard naturally. You guard physically. You guard spiritually. You have the right to watch over things. You have the right to do it. You have been given the power to do it. In fact, the Lord has uniquely created you to be strong, to be powerful, because he's given you the job of protection. And so Jeremiah 1.12, I'm going to end with this, says in the Amplified, it says, You have seen well, for I am alert and active, watching over my word to perform it. That's what God is saying to Jeremiah. I watch over my word to perform it. Say, what does that mean? That means that when I follow the commands, the original commands, to work, and to watch over, then it says that God hastens or looks after or watches over that word to perform it. So if I obey his word, he gives me the power to do it. In fact, that goes for anything in the Bible. If you obey the word of God in some area, you can trust that God is on your side. You can trust that God is with you. You can trust that God is for you. So we're not doing this by ourselves. We're not you know, taking on spiritual forces by ourselves. We're not watching by ourselves. In fact, you know, whatever you lead, God will help you lead. Whatever you're called to be the head over, God will help you be the head over. If you obey his word, he is there to perform it. He is there to help you. So I want you to understand that, that to understand today that we are to be aware of what's going on in our lives. And if it's one thing that you could get today is just be aware, be on the lookout, watch out what's going on in your life, what's going on in your family, what's going on in your own life. 
Are you spiritually strong today? Are you in prayer? Are you in the Bible? Are you leading your family in spiritual things? Are you leading your family to Jesus? Are you leading them, you know, to go to church and be participants? Are you, are you leading them into a healthy spiritual relationship with God? These are the things that we're called to do. Not just work, not just become workaholics, but we are to look after everything that God has given us. So you're, you're called of God to speak a word over your galaxy. You're called to, to pray for your galaxy. You know, you're called to, to lead in your galaxy. And whatever you do, you can know that God is with you. So I want to uh, ins instruct you today, and I want to challenge you to, to look out and be aware of what's going on. And I want to encourage you that as you do, you can rest assured that God is with you. He's got his hands on you. He's got his, his hands around you. He's got his arm around your shoulders. And as you obey his word, he helps you do it. So that wraps it up today for just men or for men only. And I want to encourage you to, to take this seriously and say, you know what, Lord, I'm going to take steps to, to, to not neglect what you've given me, but I'm going to look after, I'm going to watch over, I'm going to make sure that I am res being responsible for the areas, the galaxy that you've given me. And so thank you guys. Let me pray with you right now as we close. Dear Father, I thank you for men. I thank you for these men that are watching. I thank you, Lord, that you, you made them men. You made them strong. You, you uniquely designed them to, to function in these roles. And Lord, I'm asking you right now to help them, to anoint them, to encourage them, and to strengthen them. Holy Spirit, I pray that you would strengthen them with your power in their inner man so that they can see, that they can do, that they can be everything they've been created to do. And Father, I pray, help them see how powerful they are, how strong they are, and how awesome and how unique you have created them to be. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. God bless you, men. Have a great week. We'll see you next time.